yeah, you know, look good, feel good, right? Look good, feel good. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your health, what do you have? You are functional medicine doctor. Join us as we blend modern and ancient wisdoms to be well now. You are Dr. Ron Dumar. That is my name, yes. <laughs> I am Nick. I, I'm Dr. Ron Dumar, the chiropractor here and the natural medicine physician. You better explain a little bit about who you are and what we're doing so people take this seriously. Because yeah. we're talking about ozone treatment today and how it can, what, heal, Benefit kill. our lungs, benefit our circulatory system, improve our heart rate, our heart rhythms, reduce incidences, virus, bacteria, colds, yep. All sorts of stuff. It's amazing, really. Ozone. And the cool thing is, now, you wanted me to tell about myself. So I'm going to tell you about myself. I want to buy myself. into who you are so I know that My name is Dr. Is Ron Dumar. Okay. I'm a, I'm a trained chiropractic physician and also a Chinese medicine doctor. And I, um, I am a functional medicine doctor, which means essentially I look at the things functionally or systemically, or I look at the system of what's happening in the body. And how we can improve the system, not just taking it and splitting it apart into individual parts and saying, okay, I'm just going to focus on that and we're addressing that only. But I look at how this organ is impacted by the functioning or the lack of function of a paired organ. Okay, So to give you one example, the, the uh, vitamin D we receive, we build and create in our bodies as a result of sun exposure. That wavelength from the sun activates an enzyme within the kidney, and the kidney sends that enzyme to the liver, so they're connected, right? Well, if the kidney's not performing well enough, we're not going to be sending that enzyme. Or if the liver's not performing well enough, we're not producing, changing that enzyme into vitamin D, the hormone that we know, okay? And we know right now, too, that how many people in the world, or how many people in the United States, they say somewhere of like 80% of people are vitamin D deficient. So that's a significant thing. Now, ozone. What can ozone do for you? What you're saying is that the system matters. Yes. One tip of the iceberg thing is not what we treat at your office. It's let's figure out what's going on deep down and let's understand the system. Let's create the storyline based on blood levels and all of the different things that you know to be true based on your expertise. Yeah, what's upstream? Right. If you have a if you have a, a a source of a spring for water, and it's coming out, and it supplies all of these different reservoirs, okay, and it goes in sequential order as far as the reservoirs that it supplies, and at one point you're getting water from this reservoir down here, and then all of a sudden you're getting sick all the time, or there's an outbreak of a disease, and you look at it and you say, well, what's going on? the water here because did the people up above it was there an issue there did it come from before them or was it just in this one right so you're trying to determine what's going on with the system and everything that feeds into it and typically our ailments when we see them as symptoms you know whether it's a skin disorder or if we see an autoimmune disorder or if we uh, you know we're experiencing uh, gut issues bloating, constipation, majority of these things are leaf, not not root issues. And okay? I just want to point out that a lot of people are going to get prescription drugs to treat issues out there in the world. This yeah. is not the way that you work. Correct. And I'm trying to get us from that basic understanding to why we have this in our face right now. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to know you're the real deal. 
And the leaf versus root issue, I think, is a beautiful way to describe it. Yeah, and so it's like if you've got a leaf on the tree and the leaf happens to be brown, you can, you can, you can look at that two different ways. And you can say, well, I can paint the leaf green. Mm. And doesn't that look pretty? Mm-hmm. And you know what? It probably feels pretty good at first, too. And usually it does. Typically you'll go, hmm, yeah, that made a difference. Okay, And there's enough difference in there to convince you that you should do it long term. But what? how does that make sense to just keep painting more and more leaves long term for the health of the tree? So how is this helping our roots? The so, ozone treatment, if you're not watching us on YouTube, we've got the whole, we've got things in our nose and a big, it, it seems like we're in hospice. So right then now. we have to get to observing the observation of our bodies and the external environment. Okay. So the external environment, we learned from the external environment. We actually learned ozone therapy from our environment and the smell after it rains, almost like it's cleansing the earth, the way that it smells like renewed things have been brought out of the dirt uh, has been cleaned out and sediment has been cleaned all out of the air, right? Dust, it's all been cleaned out after a rainstorm. And even more specifically to that, what also occurs during a rainstorm that adds to the level of cleanliness that we smell is lightning. So lightning builds up in these clouds as the clouds move over. There's a charge between the cloud and the ground. And lightning actually comes up out of the ground. So the electricity comes up out of the ground to the cloud. So it doesn't come, it looks like it comes out of the clouds, but actually is coming up out of the ground. It's this connection and this link finally that occurs. And then boom, you'll have a spark. And the, and the lightning spark, for a moment, all that oxygen, the oxygen molecules around there, it compresses those oxygen molecules, excites them, and they bind together really quickly. And then you have these three oxygen molecules bound together, a whole bunch of them, all along those lightning sparks. And that's ozone. And ozone creates a unique smell it has a unique smell and it's antibacterial antiviral antifungal it's literally cleaning the environment and the world around us when you have uh, lightning strikes so what does ozone do in our body the exact same thing it does for the environment our body is symbiotic with our environment that we came from okay and so when we introduce ozone or in this case ozonides into our lungs when we breathe. Now, we're not breathing direct ozone in this case. You yeah, should, I see an ozone breathe. generator and olive oil bubbling up in this, what, cylinder? I mean, talk to yep. me about what I'm looking at here. Yeah, so we have oxygen, medical-grade oxygen tanks here. It's running and pushing oxygen through a tube that's connected to an ozone generator. It concentrates the ozone by initiating a spark, which is like the lightning, Okay. So it initiates a spark, concentrates the ozone, and then we pump that ozone through and into uh, this vial. Um, and this vial essentially is containing, it has olive oil in it. And the olive oil I've actually mixed with a certain amount of as well. I have um, some peppermint in there, some eucalyptus, some melaleuca, other oils that are beneficial for moistening and benefiting the lungs. Okay. So when you breathe that in, it's actually lining and coating your lungs. It's helping to moisten and moisturize your lungs, but it's also disinfecting your lungs. 
It's cleaning and helping to clear debris out of your lungs. So I have patients do this um, that have had significant allergies. Patients, they'll they'll go through um, th- this one patient. How old? He was 11, 11 years old, and he's uh, driving a four wheeler. Okay, out through the weeds, just. And he's picking up all of this pollen and dust and everything. And he came back, and his face was just completely uh, inflamed from allergies. So his mom brought him in to us and said, hey, this happened. We're trying to figure this out. He's had really bad allergies. We've been doing allergy shots. We've been doing all these other treatments and therapies. But he just keeps having allergy problems. So we started him on a course of ozone treatments, breathing treatments. We were doing acupuncture as well to help stabilize some of his uh, imu- uh, some of his immune responses, but also his stress responses in the body. Then uh, shortly after, within a few weeks, he went out and did the similar type thing, running the four-wheeler all over the place, had a little bit, you know, little watery eyes, maybe a little itchiness, and that was it. Um, and his, his mom has commented frequently to us just how grateful she is that her son can actually breathe and interact and engage normally in his life without being completely restricted by allergens. So allergies, him breathing a lot of that in, people with lung issues. Who's a good candidate for ozone treatment? Because I can guarantee you most people out there have never tried this. They don't know. They still aren't maybe on on the fence maybe of like, what, why would I do this? Because uh, I've tried it before, and I will tell you, afterwards I just feel better, and I do not know why, and that's not a placebo. It's like, when I do this breathing treatment, I legitimately feel better. Absolutely. And I have no idea why, but I know this stuff is amazing. Absolutely. And it, and it does. It makes you feel better. It helps you to feel better. And it's literally, it's literally uh, clearing the debris out of your body. It's literally disinfecting, sanitizing, you could say, uh, from pathogens. Um, and, and the great thing about it is because it's oxygen, it's oxygen molecule, it's a naturally occurring substance as well, it's somewhat selective. So it doesn't just go out like an antibiotic and kill everything. It's not just trying to throw a great big bomb in there. It, it um, affects specifically those pathogens that are, uh, are most affected by oxygen, right? And so you do have more of a balancing effect. It initiates more of a balance or a regulating effect to the bacterial culture or the viral culture in the body. And a lot of people don't realize this. They don't realize that we all actually have strep and staph and all of these uh, bacterial cultures and even a lot of viruses, we have them in our bodies all the time. It's just a matter of whether they've reached the significance, the level to where it's going to affect us in a symptomatic way. I spoke to a patient the other day about, um, about really a spectrum, like looking at infection, like from a functional medicine standpoint, you got to look at an infection, like a spectrum. There's an infection spectrum, okay? And it's not that, oh my gosh, you have an infection, right? It's like, if you look at a typical, when do we tell somebody has an infection? The the typical numbers on a lab or, you know, someone will culture it and say, okay, is this, is this a specific bacteria? And they get it back and they say, well, yeah, that is. But how, how do we know at that point really that that's an infection or not? So you're, you're verifying with certain labs, blood values. You're also doing a culture 
and you're wanting to determine exactly which strain of bacteria or whatever that is, okay? So the thing is, the reason I say it's a spectrum, because you could say, oh, you're at, you're at 55, okay? So you're fine. But once you get to 56, oh boy, right? That, and we see these policies that are set up in certain clinics and they're set up in hospitals and different places where they'll say, at this number, we treat. At this number, we treat. Okay, well, that, that's not really looking at the body like a system. It's looking at the body more like, um, more like a, a machine, right? It's like, well, once it's worn down this much, then we'll treat it. Well, what do you do about even the preventative nature? The great thing about ozone is that you can do ozonide breathing treatments, and it will prevent pathogenic factors. It will prevent illness. It will prevent allergy symptoms. Okay, And so that's another thing that we use uh, the ozonide breathing treatments for is, is for prevention or prophylactic type treatment. So if someone's on an infection protocol, you might recommend this. You might... Just I frequently do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what I did is I yeah. went did all the blood tests. Like, all right, we got maybe like a viral infection to work mm-hmm. on here. And so I did these every week for a while and man it was just like every time i would do this treatment i would just feel so much better and today i was like let's come up with a, like an interesting visual podcast yeah I'm like i'm feeling a little run down didn't sleep a lot like my kids were sick last week like maybe we can i just get a little can i double dip here and like let's do some ozone let's get a little benefit here huh? well yeah because i think it's so cool and we haven't yeah. talked about it yet well so, another great thing about and you mentioned how much energy you get out of it right so Again, realizing what the ozone unit is. It's three oxygen molecules bound together. Well, what's the, what's the key thing that we're doing right now in mental health for brain-related traumas and injuries? It's oxygen. We want patients to have a, a significant supply of oxygen, right? We don't want them to reduce or have limited supply of oxygen to their brains. Uh, and the brain, having, having been sprained or injured at that time, uh, we need to have them have a ready supply of oxygen. So people will do um, hyperbaric chambers or uh, they'll do ozone treatments. And that helps to get more oxygen because what will happen is your, your body, when the ozone enters into your cells, again, remember, the ozone is not a super stable uh, bond. And so it will quickly dissociate, will move apart. And so... The, the real stable bond is oxygen. So it will split off. It will leave one oxygen molecule out, and the other one will become oxygen. Now, one mo- oxygen molecule can go off, and it can bind with like a hydrogen molecule or maybe two hydrogen molecules. And then you have two hydrogen, which is H2, and then you have an oxygen molecule, which is O, right? So then you've created moisture or water. So you've hydrated your body. So this helps to hydrate? It can. Absolutely. Yeah, it depends on, the again, the balance. And it really, we need to look at it almost statistically. So think about statistically the dance that's happening within the cells of your body and the number of oxygen molecules and the number of hydrogen molecules, the number of mi- minerals, the sodium, the potassium, all of these things, they're in a constant flux and a dance. And what we're trying to do is look at that system and balance it and say, how can we contribute to this system in a way to continue to perpetuate a dance, but to curtail it enough 
that it's not going to become uh, pathogenic. Okay? And that's what I do as a functional medicine specialist. That's my role. Now, with the, with the ozone, um, when we donate, the other piece is sometimes that oxygen molecule, when it's on its own, it's called a free radical. So once it dissociates, we have oxygen, and then we have a free radical. It's a lone oxygen molecule. So free radicals are actually what we build up when we exercise. So we, are, we build up free radicals, activity, strenuous activity, stress builds up free radicals. So we need a certain amount of free radicals to break certain things down in our body, to clear debris, but we, we also want to keep free radicals contained. So if you do ozone treatments, it's actually a good idea to make sure you consume berries or antioxidant-rich foods, anthocyanidins, things like that could be beneficial. And that's if, if your body is in need of more antioxidant-type foods. If you're already consuming a diet that's rich and high in antioxidants, then you're going to be just fine consuming ozone. But uh, if, you're, if you don't have a diet that's rich in antioxidants and you use ozone, what you could notice is a little bit more of like a, a, an immune upregulated type of condition where it stimulates a quick immune response and then subsides. Okay? So it might feel like at first, oh my gosh, what's happening to me? Or you might feel a little sore or you might feel like you have um, itchiness uh, or like a itchy nose, itchy eyes, nasal congestion at first, and then it will clear. But like if someone's starting to feel sick, I know that, you know, IVs are a big deal these days. Ozone. Ozone's better. Absolutely. I, I'm telling you, Absolutely. I, I'd never had any opportunity to try this before, but it's like if I start to feel run down, this is what I want to do. Yeah, go get ozone. Ozonides, and it's a simple treatment. It lasts about 20 minutes. Okay, and, and all you do is lay there. Sometimes we'll put acupuncture so it can be really relaxing. Uh, and the cost is somewhere between $50 and $80. It's worth every penny. Yeah. Once you get sick, uh, the whole world just shifts on you. Like when you can't really get out of bed sick, you know, or just you all know what it's like. I feel like I'm just sick, getting sick. really relaxed really with this sick. ozone. Is there a reason why I'm just like so chill right now? You're, you have some good supply of oxygen to your brain. All your, all your body, your organs, your nerves are all calming down. That's good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Like I'm like, mm, I just want to lay down right now. Yeah, we didn't put uh, we didn't put any Nervine or anything in yours, so you're just fine. What's Nervine? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it put you out. No, this is good though. Um, any other thoughts you have on ozone treatment? Uh, I don't I, feel like people talk. Uh, this seems like a very like not super well-known treatment in the world. Yeah. So uh, you, this is your floor to like sell it to anybody if that's what you want to do. Or obviously if they want to learn more, they can reach out to you on your website. Yeah, absolutely. And our, our website, chwchwheber.com. Okay. And then you can also, uh, you can also text our number. Our phone number is 435 671 3696. You can text that number and ask a question or schedule an appointment. Uh, see if this tri- type of therapy or our treatments here at this office might be right for you. Mm, I'm telling you, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I'm just getting into goofy <laughs> land. Uh, it just feels very, I like feel very relaxed right now. Good. So thank you for that. Uh, if you have an opportunity to try ozone treatment, everybody, I highly recommend it. Um, even if you're a hypochondriac. 
and you're like, I think I'm kind of getting sick. Especially if you're a hypochondriac. Yeah, which I'm not. <laughs> there's no way that's ever possible. <laughs> of course um, not. There's other kinds of ozone treatment before we end. There's uh, there's an endonasal treatment. Yes, we what do. Is that one? So endonasal, it's meant to stimulate uh, and to assist essentially all of your upper respiratory immune um, organs. So a lot of people have their tonsils removed. When your tonsils are swollen over a long period of time, it's because your body's trying to get rid of something. Your body's trying to eliminate something. And so your tonsils will swell. They inflame intentionally to try to eliminate certain pathogens that are in your body. Okay? And it could be heavy metals too, minerals. Um, so the, uh, the ozone with endonasal, it works on the nasal pharynx and the na- paranasal sinuses. And what we do is we insert with, and ozone's a gas. It's not, it's not a liquid. It's not an oil. Uh, it's a gas, which it's, it's like air. And so you'll plunge air intranasally, and you hold your mouth closed, and then you'll close your nose as well, and then just kind of tilt your head back a little bit and let the ozone perfuse into the lining of the paranasal sinuses and the nasal pharynx. And what that will do is it will, it will scavenge for the debris, It'll scavenge for viruses, pathogens. It'll scavenge for, um, you know, parasites, all those type of things. Now, what did we learn from COVID? Everybody recently experienced COVID. Where did they put that stinking test? They put it right back to the back of your nose, right? They want to go all the way to the back of your throat. That's a nasal pharynx. The reason they wanted to put that there is because so many viruses and so many bacterial species hang out in that area. Mm. And, and children get a lot of earaches for this very reason because their, their auditory tube is held lateral like this as opposed to more vertical. It's held parallel or lateral like that. So instead of being as vertical as an adult is, it's held like this. And so a bacterial or a virus from the paranasal sinus or the nasal pharynx can easily make its way into the inner ear. And that's why a lot of young kids suffer with earaches, which we treat earaches a lot as well hmm. i wish i knew about this stuff growing up with all the sinus infections i had and antibiotics i took but i had a lot i was on antibiotics a lot too i had uh, i had tubes in my ears that's one of the reasons i i want to help people i want to help kids not have to experience that same old pattern it's not necessary you had a lot as your kid huh yeah when i was a kid when i was a baby yeah, an infant I had. You can see I actually took a picture of my inner, of my, not my inner ear, but of my ear, um, the tympanic membrane. And uh, you can see it's got scar tissue in it. You can see exactly where the what? tube was. Why did you have tubes? Why did I have tubes? Because my eardrum burst. And oh. I had a ton of pressure. So I had a ton of pressure in the inner ear because I was getting an infection. There was an imba- imbalance of biotic species and culture, and so it was creating pressure. And my auditory tube wasn't draining down my throat well enough to clear all of the fluid from my inner ear, so the pressure built up and built up until finally it's so bad, it either bursts on its own or someone will go in there and just slice it, like a a surgeon will go in there and just slice it and then put a tube in there. Right around the time of COVID, I think I got it, and it ended day after day with the cascade of new symptoms, but with my eardrum bursting and bleeding. Yeah. It was so bad. And that's when I came in and chatted with you a little bit. But at that point, I was just, 
I don't even remember what happened. It was a rough week. Mm. Um, so anyway, anyone who's that's happened to, I, I could say how, I, and that's the beautiful thing, and we'll wrap this up now, but we go through painful things, and sometimes they help us help others down the line because sure. we understand that suffering, and well, then we yeah. have compassion for it, and obviously you turned it into your, into your whole life. And medicine's life. not about ameliorating just, well, it's not about simply ameliorating pain and suffering. It's about setting the stage forward so that we can have less pain and suffer less in the future. Okay, So it's, it's a long game. Mm. When we think so short, unfortunately, we too often think the short game. We want the quick fix. We want the problem resolved now. And we're not willing to do what it takes to get to the next step or to perpetuate health into the future. You've said it that if you're healthy, it doesn't mean you don't get sick. It means that you recover faster. Exactly right. So knowing You might have a more aggressive response, but you recover quicker. Yeah, and you know, I'm just kind of thinking I'm repeating what you've said. But yeah, that kind of helps me understand it too. It's like it, life is full of things that are challenging, and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we never face them just because we try to do the best. Right. And we're on a path, and we're like, ah, oh, bad things will never happen to me. I'm doing the right things. Like, obviously, life will throw stuff at you. Yeah, and there's no reason to hide from that. Like, I deal with a lot of parents who want to protect their child from every pain and suffering. And it's like, well, you need to let that fever run sometimes because it's generating a healthy immune response for their future. So as a parent, and this is hard, but sometimes you have to look at it and say, if I give him this now, what I'm doing in his future is possibly crippling or impairing his immune response. And if we could understand it that way as a parent, then we would make different decisions in the now. But we don't. We don't have that knowledge. And so we want to bring that knowledge to people. We want to help them to recognize our body is designed in a way with capabilities to heal itself. When given the right nutrients and the proper nutrition from the world around us that we were created from, And when we engage in that type of health, a health for the future, then then we can know for certain that pretty soon, at some future day, our health or our healthy way of living will be our now. That deserves a preach. That deserves a standing ovation. There we go. Good. I I felt that one. Good. Dr. Ron Dumar. Hey, everybody, this was such a pleasure. Oh, you got that one. Punched up the right song this time, but I love that. I love when you talk about the the ways that we can heal, because I believe it to be true. And hopefully, everyone out there feels a little more healed after listening to this. Thank you, Nick. It was a great podcast. I'm feeling good on the hey, ozone. Leave us a post. Leave us a message. Tell us whether you liked it. What you want to hear about. Uh, I have a question from a, a patient as well. Reached out to me and said, "Hey, I haven't heard anything about um, seasickness." So we might have to talk about that in the upcoming podcast. There's a little tease for you. We listen, and uh, we appreciate you. So namaste, everybody. Namaste.